Welcome to Flip Switch, the Bipolar and Depression Connection, brought to you by the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation, and it's now day two of Teen Roundtables, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. What's up, guys? What's happening? And Ryan, yesterday we talked about our new roundtable of people made up of college kids like Terrence, and there was this really noticeable person in there that you may recognize. I'm trying to put my finger on it. I can't quite determine who that might have been. I think... Maybe Amy, Amy Lynn. Yeah. yeah, is it Amy? Yeah, I yeah, figured. Amy Lynn. Amy Lynn. Amy Lynn's quiet most of the time because she does know a lot of stuff. And so today we're going to continue with the roundtable. Again, the whole point of this is that we're just getting everybody's opinion on what it's like. This is what people like you and I think when we go into college and we haven't had tons of psychology classes. To tell you the truth, one or two of them had a psychology class. Yeah. But they were from a diverse array of majors, too. Like, one person was a music major. One was a engineering person. So it wasn't all just a bunch of psych kids. But let's continue, and let's hear what the roundtable said today. Welcome to the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation College Roundtable 2010. I'm Peter. I'm 18. I'm Melissa. I'm 20. I'm Amy Lynn. I'm 20. I'm Paul. I'm 19. I'm Terrence. I'm 18. I'm Alex. I'm 19. What actually causes, and this is not an easy answer, by the way, so uh, like, there's no clear answer either. Where does it come from, or like physically, what? Whatever you want to say. What, 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 what is the thing that brings this on? Like physically, as in chemically within your body, there's an imbalance of chemicals um, like within your brain. But like in terms of why that happens or, mm-hmm. or what brings it on, I think... Like we talked about, it could be outside circumstances like a traumatic event, a loss of a loved one, or just some something big. But also I think that uh, people can be predisposed to have depression. What do you mean like, by predisposed? I think it's something that you can be born with. I think that it could be genetic. Like It's something that maybe if your parents or relatives suffered with, it's something that you could be prone to have as well. More likely to be able to be depressed if you have a certain genetic kind of makeup. Yeah. So that would be one of the causes would be that you just have a lower threshold than everybody else to get depressed. Is that right? You're more, yeah, you're more prone to it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Um, I guess on the opposite side of that, I kind of think um, a lot of it comes from maybe like parenting, like um, how, how kind of how your parents interact with you and um, how they support you, how your family supports you, um, and then. <clears throat> from that kind of how like when you're stressed out and when you're overwhelmed with stuff um, kind of who you have to report from I think that has a big influence on it so parenting and, and support systems yeah surroundings I guess and just in general I mean I think you can probably develop depression whether I mean I'm sure there's a genetic factor but even if you don't have a, a genetic, the genetic factor you can probably still develop it just from your surroundings what, what about the surroundings specifically like you said, being raised, how you're raised, or, you know, your family situation, or, you know, again, like, traumatic experience, you know. Um, okay, no, that's good. Okay. Uh, let's say uh, you were depressed. How would you tell others, somebody else, that you were depressed? Because we always hear everybody say, tell somebody. Or, uh, you know, you, you have this problem. If one of the things is, I need to know when I'm crossing the threshold into ungood world. Or depressed world. Um, how do I tell others that I need to even 
do you need to tell others? That's a good question. Yes. So you do need to tell others. Why, why do you need to tell others? Uh, if you, I feel like if you don't, even if you identify something within yourself, if you identify it as a problem and you say to yourself, oh, I am depressed, you have to reach out to other people in order to get help. Like, you can't. Why not, why not take care of it on your own? Because I think if you could take care of it on your own, you would be able to do so. But I think we, we talked about being in the place where, like, even if the only person you tell, it doesn't necessarily, maybe it's not a friend, maybe it's not a family member, maybe it's a doctor, but you have to tell somebody because mm-hmm. if not, if you could take care of it on your own, if you could, you know, change your lifestyle or, like, wish it away, I think people would. Right. <laughs> I think it's the easiest thing to do. I don't think it treats itself. I mean, it's it's sort of a permanent illness in a way, in the sense that you need some sort of help or treatment. Um, I mean, I guess not like like a flu or something like that. It just goes away after a while. But right. What else? And sorry. <laughs> also, I think that because it's something that is within yourself, um, it may be hard to to be able to like step outside of yourself and see the big picture. If it's something that's affecting you, you know, like if if you're feeling depressed, then your judgment may not be like as it normally would be. So you like you just might not have the ability to help yourself. So your, your thinking's not clear. So you need outside perspective. Okay, good idea. Um, so then let's go to the next the question. Then how do you if, if we decide that you do need to tell somebody, how would how, how would you tell somebody? How do you how do you go about even deciding who I'm going to tell, how I'm going to tell them? That's a difficult thing. I think a lot of times people who are depressed will like hint at it in certain ways. They won't actually go out and say outright like I'm depressed. I'm feeling this way, but they'll they'll change their behavior. Um, that like people who are close to them will kind of pick up and notice that they're acting differently. But it's I feel like it's really hard to like actually identify and like say that like I'm depressed, especially to someone who's close to you. Let me back up for a moment um, because we do know people. Will- interact differently, say, with their friends than they will with their parents than they will with their boss, say. Um, so let's let's ask a, a question first, and then we'll go back to this question. Who would you tell? If we've decided you're going to tell somebody, who do you tell? Someone who wouldn't make presuppositions about you. Yeah. Who, who is that? I mean, it doesn't have to be specifically one person, just someone you know who is not going to judge you, like, off of whatever you tell them. Because, like, that's the worst type of support. Right, right. Just not support. Well, exactly. let, let's, let's make it a little personal. Who would you tell in your life? I mean, you could say, like, maybe you would say for my best friend or maybe say my mom or whatever. Who would you tell? Uh, my father. Okay. Um, not just because he's my dad, but because he is my pastor. So um, I get sort of that religious bond. Mm-hmm. And um, I can see how he can put it in the scope of, like, like stepping outside of myself because, like me as a person, I just see me. I can't see like, like, the, uh, what's what's going to follow. So it's nice to have someone who can think rationally and make it very clear for me as to how this road is going to take me. Okay. What'd you tell? Um, probably my parents or our. I have a, I guess, a really close friend. Um, but you know, just I guess, I guess, like you said, nobody was going to like. Okay, well, let, 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 me, let me set the scene for you before. Maybe I should set the scene. This is depression. You're not sleeping well. You're, so, which, so 
if you, let's say you haven't slept well in three days, just three days, and it takes technically two, two to three weeks to be clinically depressed, two to three days is like almost being drunk and not sleeping well. You're, you're not thinking clearly anymore already. Um, so you're frazzled to talk to people. It'd be kind of weird anyway. You're feeling down, less energy. You, uh, you're not eating well. Um, you're probably pessimistic and concentrating on really bad stuff in general, how everything goes wrong, um, and especially if there's a central problem. And you're also probably thinking about death maybe a little much. You're moving slower. You wish everybody else would slow down, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and worse, the biggest thing, you feel hopeless. You feel like it's not going to change. Um, and you feel worthless, bad about yourself. Um, and kind of, to some extent, feeling that bad about yourself is embarrassing. Because if, if you weren't embarrassed, you wouldn't feel bad about yourself. Hey, so who cares? But feeling that worthless, you do feel a little embarrassed. So you don't really want people to know. So, but in this scenario... You go, well, I know part of you is registering. I know I need to do this. Knowing that now, that is the person you are. That is the creature you have become. Now who would you tell? Who would you want to know that you are this worthless creature that can barely move and is not sleeping well and is just feeling so pitiful? My best friend. Your best friend. Why? Me too. Because through the years of friendship, she knows exactly what helps, I guess, temporarily take that pain away to get to a point where some rational thinking can be argued with me, where there's no judgment and it's, it's... I guess just talking with her about it, there's not only no judgment, but it's having that relationship where they know you well enough to know what, how to help get get through to you, I guess. So going back to that idea of needing outside kind of ideas since your own thinking's not quite going right. Right. Who would you tell? You said your best friend? I'd say, I'd say my best friend, too, for those the reasons that Amy Lynn said, but also because I think it's good to have family support, um, but this is just for me personally. I know sometimes uh, the best friend is like the perfect relationship for this sort of thing because it's they're not blood, but they're like a brother or sister. And I think sometimes um, some relationships... Um, by telling someone something of this magnitude, they may get scared or they may, not intentionally, but like they may judge you and may even make it worse. Um, whether that be because they're ignorant about the subject and they don't know, they don't, they don't know, or maybe they think it's their fault or like whatever reason. Sometimes, like, I guess this is answering the question who not to tell. Like, um, the best friend is nice because it's like a, an outside source, even though it's an internal source. Like, you don't have to go home and live with them. Like, you don't have to. It doesn't... It, it's the perfect person. They can't blame themselves. Yeah. Who'd you tell? You, know, you could say nobody if you, if you didn't think you should, should tell anybody. That's fine. You know, I don't think I would tell my parents. Um, just because I'm so close to them. Um, 
Why, why does that make you not want to tell? It, they just have a very deeply vested emotional interest in me. Um, I, I have a feeling that they would blow it way out of proportion. Uh, they'd start blaming themselves, um, and I, I just wouldn't really want to live with that. Um, and I'm not sure if I would tell a friend either. Um, at least not outright. I may drop hints, and hopefully they make the connection. Um, but I think that a friend would also have uh, an emotional interest in you too. Um, you know, I, I think it's really helpful to talk to someone like a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist that you don't know. Um, that's going to be very that you know is going to be very level-headed about the subject. Um, you know, when you tell him, he's not going to be freaking out and say, "Oh, oh, no, what, 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 what? what? How can I help you?" He's going to be very calm about it. He's going to discuss it, reason it with you. Um, and because he doesn't really have as much of an emotional investment in you, he, he's going to be treating you very rationally, very. I, I don't know how to say it, but he, I think that you're going to respond better to him. See, you've got somebody who's kind of trained to be calm and be objective, and this kind of found like I'm in jail as well, so I can't go So, Ryan, thoughts? Perceptions? Let's disagree. I don't think I disagree with anything you said in there, because it was basically opinion-based, other than how does depression manifest, and I don't think they miss that at all think about the chemical nature of the brain and what actually occurs in you know neurotransmitters and different things and then major life events that can cause i think it's so interesting that at the end when we when i asked you know who would you tell they start out telling and then they revert back to doing the same thing that happened in all the other round tables they start telling you who they wouldn't tell one by one yeah that to me is clear kind of re-emergence of society to some extent people get kind of these messages every day be your best always kind of you are you are in competition with everybody else don't show weakness uh, be careful who you reveal anything to these messages are constantly throwing at you so much so that when I ask them who would you tell they stop telling me who they would tell and start telling me who they wouldn't tell yeah. uh, and that's just a clear indication to me how pure that visceral emotion is to or that incentive is not to tell without prompting they will naturally start giving you the brain naturally starts coming up with reasons not to tell people and I bet you if we talk long enough they would all come up with reasons why not to tell half the world and no, they start cancelling each other out at some point I think you would even come up with reasons why not to tell the people they even named for, that they tell that is interesting because uh, we didn't play it in this go round but uh, uh, one of them starts off as Terrence he says I would tell my father and then after I, I laid out what exactly it would be he would be telling his father that you feel like this awful person that you're kind of embarrassed even exists, he later says, I wouldn't tell my father. <laughs> yeah. no, and it, <laughs> Because I, mean, I wouldn't want to be a burden. Right. I mean, that was uh, – I, I feel like the same thing would happen with, well, I'd tell my best friend this and that. But that would – over time, like uh, who was the gentleman that started talking about I'd tell a counselor or a therapist or a psych – I don't remember his name. Uh, okay. Um, but he said I would tell a therapist, psychiatrist, or whatever. I mean, after hearing that, they probably would have maybe took that information. Right, right after that, I brought something up that so. kind of throws a monkey wrench in that plan as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is kind of the point of this whole roundtable. These are not easy questions to answer. No, not at all. And because, uh, you know, when I think about it in my own life, who would I tell? And I have a certain list of people I think I could tell, but until faced with that situation, you're not quite sure. 
So uh, if, if you're out there and you are having your own difficulties with all this, it's because it's not easy. All right, more more roundtable, guys. Let's switch to bpkids.org and comment www.bpkids.org backslash flip.